Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1357, air date November 14th. 2023. We'll be doing this interview uh, with Dr. Shiva. Uh, Dr. Shiva, we've actually had on the Convo Couch before a few years ago when he was talking about election integrity. So uh, if we could just welcome Dr. Shiva in, uh, that would be great. Welcome, Dr. Shiva. How are you doing, Fiorella? I'm doing pretty good. So uh, I know we were kind of strapped for time. So I'm very happy that you you came on. The last time we had you on here, we were talking about election fraud and election integrity. In your opinion, and we'll get to you know why you're running, but I, I do have to ask you this right off the bat, because you are running for office as an independent, has anything changed since then regarding the election system? And how would you tackle this corrupt election system that is pretty much primarily set against any third party candidate, especially when uh, those questioning elections or even trying to talk about election integrity are deemed fools or conspiracy theorists? Well, Fiorella, if you remember, I was the first one to bring this out in 2020. So um, I don't know if I can share anything here. Can I share stuff on, on the site? Um, um I think I can. If I you I can, can, go ahead. Yes. So I set up a couple of things. So first of all, since we're limited on time, everyone needs to understand it was our historic lawsuit in 2020, which really brought this bear view to the public. Um, and that was people can go to winbackfreedom.com, which I think you're, I'm sharing there, right? You guys can see that. Um, uh, winbackfreedom.com has a detailed history of that lawsuit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this lawsuit emerged, because I know we wanted to talk about censorship and election integrity, out of the fact that I had exposed the fact that the government of Massachusetts, this woman here, Michelle Tassinari, who was the general counsel to the Secretary of State, had deleted the ballot images. And this is one of the four items which you want to cover. There are four issues that are real issues involved in election um, uh, integrity. One is chain of custody. So when you know, I clearly won my election in Massachusetts. Uh, we had, you know, 20,000 lawn signs, you know, uh, 10,000 bumper stickers. We had 3,000 volunteers. We raised $2 million in a Republican primary. And everyone listening should understand it was the Republicans who colluded with the Democrats. So don't think this is a Republican issue or, or Democrat issue. But we found out that this woman, Michelle Tassinari, had um, deleted ballot images when was gloating about it in emails. And when I exposed that, on Twitter, um, and I can show you that right here. This was a tweet. Can you see this? Um, this tweet here, Fiorella. Um, I'm still looking at the. Uh... Yeah, so let me go to go back to this. I'll go back to this. So when we exposed, um, so the history of this was in um, in uh, 2020 when I ran for office. Uh, we were the first to discover that the government actually deletes these ballot images. Okay. And this was in September of 2020. And you can see the tweets I was putting out. I said, Massachusetts destroys over 1 million ballot images in U.S. Senate primary race committing election fraud. MA Elections attorney confirms to Shiva for Senate ballot images used for counting votes that must be saved by federal law for 22 months or nowhere to be found. All right. Mm -hmm. And when this went out, right after this tweet went out, I was thrown off Twitter. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And this is a serious issue because there's a federal law which clearly states that you cannot um, delete ballot images. And the law, which I posted up here, comes from 52 USC 20701. And here's the law, it's called Retention of Federal Election Records, which says all data in connection with the federal election must be retained for 22 months. Now, what are ballot images? Ballot images, Fiorella, are the images, digital images that are created when you put a paper ballot into a voting machine, all right? And they're supposed to be preserved. Um, I win by 10 points in one of the counties where all the uh, ballots are hand-counted paper ballots, not using machines, Fiorella. But in every other county, I lose 60, 40, 60, 40 mm -hmm. to a guy no one even heard of. And that's when we realized that they deleted the ballot images to cover up their crime. And so this resulted in my filing a lawsuit in federal court. And I had to do that myself because no lawyer wanted to take on uh, Massachusetts. Okay. So I did it myself. And uh, when I was thrown off again for revealing this and the mm -hmm. email associated with this, uh, I was thrown off Twitter. And that resulted, as I just shared, um, with this very, very historic lawsuit where we revealed to the world. Um, that the government, um, the woman that threw me off was Michelle Tassinari. She had used this infrastructure that I discovered in our loss. This is in 2020 now. She sits on the board of CISA. CISA here was created by Donald Trump on November 16, 2018. And it was signed into law uh, by every senator and every congressperson, unanimous vote. CISA is a Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency Act. And the same woman, who's the Secretary of State of Massachusetts General Counsel, who threw me off for Twitter for exposing what she did, is also on the board of CISA, okay? And she's also over here at the MIT Election Integrity. She's also here at the Bipartisan Council. She shows up everywhere. All of these people here, Chris Krebs, um, all of uh, the people that came out more recently was when I first discovered this, Robbie Mook, who's um, uh, Hillary Clinton's former campaign manager, uh, Gary Thompson, all of these people are involved in creating these playbooks. These playbooks are a detailed plan how you will identify any U.S. citizen domestically who complains about elections being stolen, and you will silence them using this infrastructure, which is a censorship infrastructure that I discovered long before Twitter files. And I discovered that all of this was funded by the Zuckerbergs, the Murdochs, and Pierre Omidyar. This was in our lawsuit. Okay, so I get thrown off Twitter for discovering that ballot images, which is one of the central ways that election integrity is violated in the United States. The other way, Fiorella, that they also do this violation is through um, the fact that the voting machines in the United States have a feature they're called a weighted race feature. What is a weighted race feature? That means if you get a thousand votes and I get a thousand votes, they can multiply your votes by a factor of two. So you get 2,000 votes and they can decrement my votes by 0.5, okay? And to show you how, again, we discovered all this in 2020, how egregious this was, this was in the lawsuits. This is the second way. They literally have a feature and here's the affidavit in my lawsuit, which we filed. And this is literally out of the Diebold election systems manual, okay? Um, and the manual literally says, there's a feature in there called the weighted race feature. Do you see this? Weighted race feature. And this was originally developed because these voting machines are used in housing co-ops where people own different amounts of real estate. So if you own a thousand square feet of real estate and I own 500 square feet of real estate, 
you get two votes, my one vote for making a maintenance decision. But the reality is why are these, this feature in election systems? That's a second way, Fiorella, all right? So one is they do violate chain of custody, which is deleting data that you're supposed to preserve for 22 months. The others, they actually have a weighted race feature. The third way that I discovered, and I did all the work for Arizona in two essentially detailed scientific studies, is to show that um, that the signature verification process, and I, this was a second study I did out of our institute at the time, it says extended study confirms at minimum 200,000 mail ballots with mismatched signatures counted without review in Maricopa County. So basically in the United States, they have a system called, um, they have a system called mail-in ballots, mm -hmm. where you can, um, you get a ballot, you can write your signature and you can submit it. When that comes for processing, they literally have novices who literally have four seconds to see the cover of the envelope and an image that comes from the Department of Motor Vehicles, let's say, and they have to say, oh, is this the same signature? And what we discovered, and we did two studies, um, is that uh, the bottom line is that um, we uncovered that in those studies, what's fundamentally going on is that um, they're not curing enough signatures that actually don't match. And I found mm -hmm. 200,000 uh, uh, ballots, okay? That's significant. So that's a, a third way. The fourth way that they also do this is the fact that the entire election systems process is geared for the swarm, top down, right? So Booby effing Kennedy, Trump, Biden, all the elites are the ones who get access to the mainstream media. And I call that the theater that they run. Look, before I got kicked off Twitter and before I was put back on, I would do a tweet, Fiorella, and I would get 100,000 retweets, okay? I had more followers than Kennedy. Um, and in fact, the Long Fuse report said that I was the top six spreaders on the internet at the same level as Trump. Nowhere near his kind of funding but because it was the, it, it was the intelligence of the content and I would do small tweets and do these detailed videos. So the swarm, the way that they really do election fraud is long before all the other stuff, chain of custody, violation, the signature verification, the weighted race feature on the machines, which they can manipulate. They decide two years up front who's even going to get access to the media, whether it's this doofus Vivek the snake. They had to go find a brown skin guy who basically created a fake, faked a drug, had his mother create fake data, all right, or bogus data, which they got. <laughs> Um, and they created a company. I don't know if you know the story. Um, he went and bought a company for $5 million or a drug for $5 million, redid the data to show it was a great drug, drug took the company public, and then the stock crashed. All right. So overnight, that brown skin, big uh, pharma brown nosing Brahmin is brought up overnight within six months to actually suffocate this brown face. And it's very, it's a psychological operation. Booby Kennedy is promoted as though he's anti-establishment when he's a Zionist hoodlum, right? He does not believe truly in medical freedom. He believes in the existing power structure creating quote unquote safe vaccines. He vaccinated all of his children, right? And uh, so on, all right? And Donald Trump, who never drained the swamp, never got rid of Fauci, and you can go down the list. So they create these fake anti-establishment people to really cover and subsume someone like me. But the problem that they had, Fiorella, Fiorella is the 2020, 
you know, we got our stuff out to everyone. Um, wherever I go, about a half a billion people came to know about Dr. Shiva and our movement for truth, freedom, health. So they're in a serious problem right now. And that problem is that the world is saying, why are you making Dr. Shiva invisible? You know, he's a guy who exposed Fauci. He's a guy who exposed election systems issues. They did, getting back to your point, they made a lot of bogus election claim issues, you know, highlighted. Mm -hmm. People like Mike Lindell, who's talking cray cray shit, okay, selling pillows off of it. Or Trump, who took my stuff and made about a half a billion dollars, never really wanted to solve anything. So people took the real stuff, either made money off my stuff, or other people brought in wackadoodle stuff. And so that's why right now none of it's solved. Because whether you look at the obvious establishment doesn't want to solve it, or the not so obvious establishment, um, they don't really want to solve it. The good news is we have now a movement about a half a billion people globally who understand that you know I'm the guy who fought for this. Um, and if people go to Truth Freedom Health, they can find all that. But more importantly, they can also understand. And if you can share this, the swarm. Um, there's two videos. So we are now educating people globally all over the world how to look beyond left and right and to take a systems approach. And there's one video which I did, which got, I think, 40 million independently went viral in spite of all the shadow banning. 40 million people saw this video, which really explains in a very scientific way, Fiorella, who is the swarm? Who are, it's not really the swamp. Who is this multiracial distributed aristocracy, which decides the theater? the theatrical dynamics of who you get to see run and who gets suppressed. So all of these characters that you see on the GOP stage, they're all selected. They're all cartoon characters. But one mm -hmm. thing is they're all Zionist hoodlums, every single one of them. And the mm -hmm. Zionism issue is a fascinating issue. By the way, Zionism is anti-Semitic. The Zionists collaborated with the Nazis to butcher Jews. Yeah, that's what. It, yeah. So sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to ask you about that too, since you know you're on this, and I agree that every single person has really shown their true colors in the last, even just two years. Uh, in, in, you know, like since 2023 years now, everything that's happened. Uh, but now with this issue with Israel-Palestine, which I do have to ask you because uh, foreign policy is such an important thing, especially more than ever, I think, for the American people. More people are waking up and realizing why are billions of dollars, our taxpayer money, going to fund you know, Nazis in Ukraine and then going to fund these Zionists? What do you make of the U.S.'s uh, involvement with Israel this time around? What would you do differently? And tell me about your what you mean by uh, that the fact that some of these Zionists were participating and collaborating with the Nazis. Well, first of all, look, to me, this has been an issue. It's, it's a personal issue because Zionism, Nazism, Brahminism, which comes out of the Indian caste system, is all about the thesis that a small set of people, 0.0001% of people know better than the rest of us. And in order, and it's basically a, 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 a very powerful uh, basis for controlling how a few can control the many, Fiorella. So that's what we need, need to understand. So how do you get a few to control the many? Well, you have to control, you have to convince the many through psychological operations that they're less than the few, right? That they're somehow lower levels of people, a lower caste, you know, or the other group are the chosen people or the, or the better race. Nazism is one group of people or the better race, the Aryan race. The Zionism model is there's the chosen people, the Brahmin model, the Brahminism model is that 
uh, one set of people are better than the rest. They're the upper caste. You get it? Brahminism, Zionism, Nazism, all of them are racist ideologies. And what they do is they take little pieces from religion and then they wrap it up into a political ideology. By the way, it's quite fascinating that Nazism takes a swastika symbol from Hinduism and Zionism takes the the you know dual cross, which is also from Hinduism, which are very, very sacred symbols, by the way. And we can have a whole discussion on that. But when you look at what's really happened is if and there's been wonderful scholarship done on this. You know, I've studied it since I was a 17 year old kid, because when I first came to MIT in the 80s, you, you, you can imagine there were uh, you may not know this, but the Palestinian issue has been going on for a long time. And people, and always a liberal Zionist take over those movements. So in the 80s, when Ariel Sharon butchered a bunch of people in Gaza, took um, tanks and rolled over them, there was massive protests. I read one of the biggest, led one of the biggest protests here in Massachusetts against a guy called Mir Kahana, who was a hoodlum, a Zionist hoodlum, you know, a fascist Nazi-like Zionist hoodlum. And always the liberal elites, the liberal Zionists would try to take over our movements and say, cease fire now, peace now. What the fuck are they talking about, cease fire? Cease fire basically means they want to feel good. If you notice a lot of these liberal Jews protesting, they're saying, uh, we don't want to be part of this. They're not talking about defeat Zionism. And it's very clever. They just don't want their, their blood, their hands on the blood. Cease fire now is a wrong slogan. It's been used for 40 years. And all it means is Israel takes one step back and then takes two steps forward. You know, one step back. The real slogan should be end the occupation. End the occupation, not just Palestine, but end the occupation of Zionism. And this is the heart of the real solution in the United States. Zionism holds all seats of power. And by the way, to all of you people who are Zionists who are actually truly anti-Semitic, you know, 70 million Zionists in the United States are Christians, Christian Zionists. There's only about 8 million Jewish Zionists in the United States. It's very important to understand. So you don't have to be Jewish to be a Zionist. There's a lot of Saudi Arabian Zionists, including MBS. There's a lot of Hindu Zionists. So Zionism and, and, uh, Religion is over here. So let's be very clear on this. Zionism is racism. It's anti-Semitism in the service of global imperialism. That's what it is. So everyone listening to this, don't let these people fuck around and try to screw your brain that Zionism equals anti-Semitism. You have to hit back very hard that the Zionists are anti-Semitic. Now, why do I say that? You can go back to the early 1900s. In fact, 1933 with the Havara Agreement, the Zionists collaborated with the Nazis. They were fully engaged with them. Adolf Eichmann worked very closely with the Zionist organizations. Why? Because Adolf Eichmann and the Zionists and the Nazis uh, wanted to support anti-Semitism. Why? Because there were Jews, Fiorella, on the ground, many, many working class Jews who wanted to stay in Europe and fight Hitler, fight fascism on the streets, on the ground. That was the real fight. And over here, the Zionists, we're doing a financial arrangement. That's what they were really doing. They were moving dollars into Palestine. They had the full support of the Nazis. And I could do a whole you know, show on this. But the, the, the complete collaboration between Zionists and Nazis is very, well, very, very well known. It's a disgrace that no one in the mainstream media talks about it. And I'm the only one who has to bring this out. 
But Zionists and Nazis worked very closely together. I'll give you one example of the butchery that they did to the Jews. In the Warsaw Ghetto in Poland, when Jews, working class Jews, not the bourgeois Jews who were Zionists, but working class Jews were out there with sticks and stones, Molotov cocktails, fighting the Nazis who had weapons. It was the Zionists who were called the Zionist police collaborated with the Nazis and disarmed the Jews. That's Zionism. Zionism loves anti-Semitism because it wants the average Jewish person to experience anti-Semitism. So they can then say, see, we got to get out of Europe. We have to go to our own homeland. By the way, at the Sixth Zionist Conference, what was their choice of the homeland? It was Uganda in East Africa, Uganda. So it wasn't like completely wedded to Palestine. And then it was British imperialism, which knew that part of Palestine was very strategic to British and US imperial interests because they wanted to ultimately have control of the Middle East. So they brought Zionism over there. And what did it do, Firel? It created a massive division between the Arabs. In fact, there were Arab Jews there, a lot of Arab Jews, and the Zionists. And whenever, it, whenever Britain did divide and rule, what happens? They cause a ruckus and then they control the resources. They did that all over Africa. They did that all over India, right? And this is what we really have to uh, recognize. The Jewish people have been abused by Zionists. The Palestinians have been abused by Zionists. And the issue is that every mainstream person does not want to talk about it because Zionists control those mainstream media channels. They control the financial systems of the United States. They control Wall Street. They control Hollywood. As I shared before, there was a petition in Hollywood, two petitions. I don't know if you know about this. One petition was to continue the butchery of the Palestinians. The other was to stop that. Well, guess who signed the first petition? All the A-list actors. Hollywood has a caste system. Mm -hmm. The A-list actors, the, the means of people who sucked off Harvey Weinstein really good. They get to be A-list actors, okay? And the Zionists. Those people all supported the first petition, including Gal Gadot, who's an Israeli citizen. You know, Wonder Woman, all right? And who signed the second petition? Predominantly all the B-list and C-list actors. People are likely who did not do sleeping, you know, who did not take the couch, right? So that's what we have. We have a caste system in Hollywood, which is controlled by Zionists. You have a caste system in Wall Street. You have a caste system in academia. And if there is going to be a free Palestine, there has to be a free America. And again, Zionists, you don't have to be Jewish to be a Zionist. 70 million Zionists are Christians. And by the way, we just found out after I did this video, I think uh, you may have seen this video that's going viral, which said I'm the only presidential candidate who does not suck Zionist cock. It's pretty direct, okay? Every other presidential candidate does that. I think that's got, in spite of all the shadow banning I endure, it's got close to half a million views. Well, we just found out from suddenly from YouTube, for some other reason, you know, you know, we get a strike, right? But the bottom line right now is because we exist, our campaign exists, the movement for truth, freedom, health exists. And by the way, everyone listening, if you really want to start understanding history, you have to get trained. Go to Truth, Freedom, Health. Go through the training, understand system science, break out of this left and right. And on the other hand, you know, I'm running for president. Why am I running? Well, the, the main reason I'm running is because I represent the working people, Fiorella. Booby Kennedy doesn't. He's flying falcons. Come on. How many people have falcons to fly around? Donald Trump has golden plated toilet seats. You know, the Bidens, you know, deal with Ukraine all day and make billions of dollars. 
None of these people represent the American people and the everyday American person is against Zionism. 52% of Americans do not want to send weapons to Israel. 65% of people under the age of 30 do not want to send weapons to Israel. 65% of women do not want to send weapons to Israel. So who the hell is supporting this? 97% of the senators are approving this aid. They're all supported by the Zionist hoodlum lobby. So the issue is, do Americans want to end this nonsense? And we must bust up, quote unquote, Christian Zionism. There's nothing Christian to Zionism. Nothing at all. So if you're a Christian, go challenge your pastors and you'll find out most of your evangelical pastors are in cahoots directly with Netanyahu and Mossad. Most of the evangelical big, big pastors are directly working with Israel. What do you plan on doing? Uh, I know you have to go. So what do you plan on doing to uh, get through this system then to to actually well, have there's a chance? There's only one way, Fierrell, and we're doing that. And that is building our movement for truth, freedom, health. There's only one way. History shows that nothing has ever come from the swarm. Nothing has ever come from politicians. It has come from building bottoms up movements. So. Um, the best thing that we're doing is, you know, we have close to, you know, we have a movement. It's truth, freedom, health. This is an educational movement. It teaches people the dynamics of system science, which is, by the way, what George Soros and Kissinger learned. I used to teach at MIT. Yeah. But every person in the world needs to understand how systems work. Um, we we have made it possible. Now we have about a half a, a million people in, in 120 countries. But and and these are everyday working people. So everyone should go to truth, freedom, health, and understand that the only way out of this is we have to build a bottoms-up movement. And that bottoms-up movement needs three elements, Fiorella. One, a vision, truth, freedom, health. You have to have freedom, you have to have great science, and you have to have your physical health, economic health. Three things, that's a vision. Now, in order to get there, you have to be a scholar. You have to study this stuff. It, you know, So if you notice over the last three weeks, I've had to do a lot of education of people. Luckily, a lot of the social media influencers are getting it that Zionism is not Judaism. Zionism is anti-Semitism. Now that comes from a systems approach. So not only that, but anything, the reason I was able to expose the election integrity issues because I'm a system scientist. The reason we were able to call up Fauci and talk about the immune system was because I'm a system scientist. So all of that systems knowledge, we are training people because so they don't get bamboozled by a booby fucking Kennedy, by Donald fucking Trump, by a Bernie Sanders. By the way, Bernie Sanders is an Israeli citizen. Anthony Blinken is an Israeli citizen. The heads of the CDC are Israeli citizens. So the issue is who's fighting for America? Not Donald Trump, okay? Donald Trump brought in Jared Kushner, make sure he got a $2 billion loan from another Zionist, which is a Saudi prince. So number one, we need to have a vision, truth, freedom, health. Number two, we gotta educate people so it's not just relying on me. And third, we have to get people on the ground you know, educating people, you know, we have this very nice flyer, you know, one of the things I learned is an, when it, nearly 40 years ago, a little flyer like this, you know, distributing it on a street corner, grocery store is far more powerful than social media. So you can see in this flyer, there's a very, it says the lesser of two evils is killing your children. That little red line, Fiorella, represents the life expectancy of the United States public. Okay, it's going downward. So if you have a child today, your child will live shorter lifespan than you. And this is not because of any one issue. It's not because of the vaccine. It's a bunch of issues that have come together, right? And it's a systems issue. And the only way out, so the same people who are fine with butchering children in Palestine are also killing children right in the United States. You see what I'm saying? It's a systems issue. 
And Zionism is actually a tool of the elites because it's used to divide people. It's used to support a racist ideology. And it's used fundamentally in the United States, 355 members of Congress are all getting funded by APAC, the biggest Zionist lobby. So the American working people have to say, who the fuck is running the United States right now? Is it the American people, 52% of them who do not want to send weapons to Israel or this 0.0001%? And that's what this is about. And I'm the only candidate who is standing up to this as an anti-Zionist candidate and is exposing this. All of these people on that GOP stage, all of these people, quote unquote, independents like Booby fucking Kennedy, even this uh, guy, Cornell West, you know, they just pull him out of Princeton every once in a while to say some nonsense. But he will not expose Zionism because his friends are the liberal Zionist lobby. Well, and I guess the last question I have for you is um, uh, censorship. You talked a little bit about how you were taken off Twitter, but there's also the fact that they're using, once again, this issue uh, with Israel-Palestine to talk about anti-Semitism and the prevention of anti-Semitism. This is something we saw with the war in Iraq, with the Patriot Act, with the quote-unquote war on terror, right? And uh, New York's governor, Kathy Hochul, just made a awful statement uh, saying that we need to uh, have this monitoring on citizens and she's uh, plans on doing this and monitoring these social media posts under the pretext of fighting hate, raising concerns about the privacy, of course, and the freedom of expression. We've seen this before with COVID. We saw this with Russia, Ukraine. We've seen this with the elections. Um, what, what this censorship aspect, do you think that in some ways people are waking up and that this is well, changing? Yeah, so look, the reason I want to show this was in 2020, I uncovered the entire censorship infrastructure. It involves CISA, it involves left and right, it involves a creation of these playbooks, involves this backdoor portal. This was in 2020. I exposed this in bare view. We wrote to Tucker Carlson, Glenn Greenwald, ACLU. They all concealed it, Fiorella, concealed it. They waited two years. And when they saw me pushing it, then they did the limited hangout, which is a small mm -hmm. version of the story called the Twitter files, okay? And then they brought in Elon Musk, you know, posing as though Elon Musk is some agent of free speech. Where Elon Musk ends and government begins, nobody knows. He is a boondoggle. He was brought in to act like though he's a face of free speech. But you can see on Twitter, I mean, my stuff, you can take every view I get and multiply it by 10 or 100. So they don't know what to do with me because people are getting the news out and their shadow banning doesn't even work. But Elon Musk was brought in to give the illusion of free speech. But he is like this with government. And it is government which has a direct portal into every social media company, which is what our lawsuit discovered. Now, had they acted on this in 2020, we could have solved it. But they waited, Fiorella, to talk about censorship. That's all they do. They talk about it. Fucker Carlson talks about it. He, he and his entire family come from the intelligence agency. So what's happening right now, Fiorella, not only is this censorship, but the psychological operation that's happening to American citizens by people acting like they're fighting for you, but they're actually doing what are called limited hangouts. A limited hangout is where you hang out a small portion of a story to make people feel like, ooh, Tucker covered it. Ooh, you know, oh my God, blah, 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 covered it. But they're, but they're concealing the bigger story. So mm -hmm. we still have a backdoor portal into Twitter, every social media company. When I got back on Twitter, 
I said, Elon, why didn't you make me your CEO? I, I created the first email system. That got like 40 million views. And then I said, Elon, are you going to remove that backdoor portal? And then right after I said that, Fiorella, you can see how my views went from a million views per day down to maybe, you know, a thousand views, 5,000 views. So we have a form of censorship right now that is, in fact, censorship 10.0. They put people on, make them feel like they're getting free speech, but they're in a digital cage. And that's what Elon Musk has actually created on behalf of his government benefactors, the ones that funded SpaceX, the ones that gave him $1.5 billion for Tesla to make it portable, the ones that made him very wealthy during the pandemic, right? And the ones that make sure Twitter gets Section 230 immunity. So the only way out of this is us. And the only way, the only movement that's doing this is our movement, Truth, Freedom, Health. We're, we're mobilizing the science on how to think, the bottoms up movement, and a very clear vision. There's no other way. It's very hard for Americans to get their handle on this, but it's happening is because the celebrity culture has confused people into thinking you wait for Trump to solve it, right? Mm -hmm. For Biden to do it, not like they have to build a movement. And that's the infrastructure we've created at Truth, Freedom, Health. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Shiva, for coming on and uh, explaining this truth, freedom, health movement. Uh, I agree with a lot of what you say. Uh, there are definitely some limited hangouts out there posing and just uh, using these latest, uh, the latest popular thing to really uh, get a hold of this. And Elon, yeah, Musk I mean, one of the one things, Kirella, is it's not exposing truth. It's did you tell the truth at the right time? So right. in 20, it wasn't advantageous, right? We exposed the lockdowns. Booby Kennedy was promoting lockdowns. We exposed the election systems issue. Then Tucker fucker Carlson talking about, Ooh, the elect, we have to stop uh, machines now. Well, you're too late, Tucker. You're just doing because you need views now and you're trying to build your own little company, but you never tell the truth at the right time. So that's, what's going on right now. The psychological operation is taking place with the not so obvious establishment plus the direct um, censorship virula. And so we have two enemies, the obvious censorship and the obvious establishment and the not so obvious establishment, the NSOEs. And, and they're actually much more dangerous because people think they're gonna do something for us. You know, Cat Turd, for example, everyone thinks he's some fighter. Man, the guy's, he supports all these Zionists. In fact, there's a guy called Jackson Hinkle who overnight has got 2 million viewers, <laughs> followers. How did he do that? But he's supporting Trump. Trump's a fucking Zionist. He's showing pictures every day of people being butchered in Palestine, getting lots and lots of views, fear porn. And over here, he's supporting Trump, who's a Zionist. So this is what we're educating people on to get wise. And when enough people get wise, it's going to change overnight. You have a lot of work cut out for you. Not, it's obvious you. to some of us. All of us do. It's obvious. Not, to, we, it's yeah. we do. Obviously. Yes. Do. And it's. I think it's obvious to some of us more than it is to others. And it's been quite frustrating seeing all of this happen. But um, I'm glad that uh, we're not alone in that and viewing this sort of thing happening. So uh, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Shiva. Uh, let people know where they can find you, uh, where else to go and any information you want. Yeah, John's, I think go. I have about 10 minutes, but on our stream, John's going to play the anthem video, you know, before, uh, after we sign off here. But number one, there are several things people can do. You know, as an educator, as someone who wants to make this practical, all of us work for a living, Fiorella. I work as a full-time engineer and a scientist. Um, the bourgeois don't, right? They can just go print money all day long and fund their whatever they want to do, right? So we have to be a lot more uh, parsimonious with our time. 
Number one, people can go to shivaforpresident.com and I'll show that to people, Fiorella, if that's okay. People, no, that's people go to shivaforpresident.com. One of the important things people can do is, first of all, go to the website. And why do I say that? If you go to the website, you will see that we've made it very, very easy for people to participate in a couple ways. First way is Fiorella, they can literally go um, get one of these bumper stickers, okay? They can go to the shop. And if you can share that um, there, um, if they can share the screen, I just put it up there. Um, they can go get one of these bumper Jamie stickers. Will share it. Yeah. If you go there, you can go to the, what's powerful about these bumper stickers is a great way to say F you to the establishment. You put this on the back windshield of your car, a hundred thousand people see it, Fiorella. That's number one. The other thing they can do right on this website is we've, we've created a free download section right here. And there is that flyer, Fiorella, we've open sourced it. And this flyer says the lesser of two evils is killing your children, which means the obvious and the not so obvious establishment. Okay. And it has that graph here. So very simply in the left column, we explain your children are have a shorter life expectancy than you. And this red line represents policies from 1960 to today. It's not any one thing. And then it has a little link to the swarm video, shattertheswarm.com. They can see who the enemy is. The right part gives a solution. Our campaign video, you know, how we, uh, how you can get educated. Everyone should go to truthfreedomhealth.com and become a warrior scholar. And then we do every week, every Thursdays, Fiorella, we have an open house, a town hall, healthcare, environment, education, innovation, governance, and economy. At these town halls, I actually give the solution. Not like, oh, when I get into office, we actually tell people how to take care of their immune system. We teach people how to support their local farmers, how to shop, how to train their kids to system sync, how to teach their kids the seven secrets of innovation. How do you choose a leader? What are the physics of that? And we teach people what is an income statement? What is how to save? So all of these things are life skills that we're teaching people, Fiorella. So that's, that's the second thing. The next thing people can do, they can go to truthfreedomhealth.com. And here, people can become a warrior scholar. They can actually attend the open house. They can um, uh, get gear, right? But most importantly, can uh, join a global community of everyday people who are sick and tired of this left versus right stuff, but are learning the same knowledge that Kissinger and Soros learned. And that's and we have a history of winning. We teach people that the real problem is people are going through ignorance and they get complacent or desperate or into this left and right. And the only way out of it is through this process of getting wisdom where you have to take a systems approach. And these are the real criminals, people like Tulsi Gabbard, AOC, Saad Garut, Fucker Carlson, Booby Kennedy, these kinds of people act like they're your saviors, but they're actually part of the machinery of ignorance. So those are the three things people can do, Pirella. They can volunteer because we want to we need to get on the ballot in every state. Booby Kennedy's asking people to give him money because he's going to pay professional people to get signatures, which really should be made illegal. We actually don't ask for money. We tell people mobilize people to volunteer to go collect signatures, which is the way it was supposed to be, Fiorella. So volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. If you want to donate, when you donate to me, people get books, you know, I give people knowledge. Whatever they give to me, I give, I reciprocate back. So this is truly a bottoms up movement. We walk the walk. We don't say, I know your plight of what's going on. And then I go fly Falcons the next day, right? Or I go flush my golden plate of toilet, you know? So we need to recognize who's real who's fake, who's from us, and who's from them. It is us versus them. There is a divide. And the divide is not left versus right. It's 
the 0.001% versus, you know, the 8 billion of us who actually want to live in harmony and peace and health and have truth and freedom. These other people don't. They survive on creating crises, running an economy on fumes, seizing other people's resources, printing money, and then printing money, and then printing money. Before you go, why should people trust politicians if what you say is true? Because all these politicians that you showed, right, uh, have been, quote unquote, sellouts to the people. They said that they were there for the, the working class, that they were different, that they were going to challenge the status quo. Uh, why should people then believe that they can change the system by voting uh, well, for, well, for it's, some It's a, a great candidate? question. People should not, people should think about, by the way, Fiorella, when someone comes to a point in their life, and some people never come to this point, but when you come to your point in your life and you say, I don't accept the way the world that it is, right? The swarm, the establishment only gives you two choices. They say, oh, you can go file lawsuits in the judicial system. It's called the legalism approach. Or why don't you run for office, Fiorella, right? The electoral approach. Both of those paths are owned by the same people as we saw in my right. election, right? However, they don't want to teach you the real way changes occurred, which is a bottoms up movement in the 1800s, 1900s, when women rose up, right? Any gain we've gotten has been through independent, organic bottoms up movements. Not someone saying, oh, I want to build a movement. No, I'm talking about real movements, bottoms up. And what we've realized is that when those bottoms up movement grew, the establishment either fascist, fascistically hammered them or they created the not so obvious establishment sellouts to control them. And that's what's been going on since 1970 till today. So Truth Freedom Health is educating people how they can become, understand this physics, how they can become leaders. And to the extent my running for office, the only way an outsider like me could even get elected, Fiorella, if there was a movement. You see, that's the only way. But every person that's listening out there that understands, wow, I got to figure out this dynamics. Wow, I really like this guy. But I'm saying it's not that matter of you liking me and watching my videos all day, but you have to get on the ground. You have to get a flyer and you have to go to a grocery store and educate people. So that's a movement. So this is not about politicians. You're absolutely right. 99.99999% of all of these politicians are scumbags. We saw it. Every single one of them voted for CISA with Trump signing it. So we don't have any true, you know, freedom. The First Amendment died on November 16, 2018, right? And all of them, 97% of them, voted to butcher the Palestinian people. So the mm -hmm. issue is we have to build a movement. And my run for the presidency is about compelling people that if you even want someone like me who's real, who's, you know, got all of his degrees, worked his butt off, created companies, came from bottoms up, with all the achievements I'm achieved, you would think I should be on every major debate stage. I should be on every major mainstream media, the inventor of email. Why not? Because I don't play, homie doesn't play their game. You know, I don't play their game. They had to go find this brown nose, big farmer, brown, you know, Vivek the snake just to, you know, do this psyop with a lot of people. So that's where we're at. People need to recognize service is citizenship. We need to grow a bottoms-up movement. Politicians will do nothing for you. Elections are selections. But and if you look at me, I'm setting myself as an example. If, if you want someone like me, the only way it's going to happen is a massive movement bottoms-up. And we win anyway, even if they cheat the election. We have a movement at the end of the day. That's powerful, Fiorella. 
That's a good way to end it. Thank you so much, Dr. Shiva, for your insight. I appreciate yeah, thank it. you, John. If you could, John is going to play our video on our end. John, you're going to do that, right? John will do that. John's going to play our anthem video. We could play it here, but John's going to play it there unless you want to hear it. Uh, well, uh, I don't know if that will coordinate with that's okay. With what Jamie has, but all right. Uh, thank you Thanks, so much Carolyn. for coming on, though. Yeah, be well, be the light. Best to you and Jamie and everyone there. Thanks um, for, for having this conversation. Be well. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We got to train people first with understanding what a system is, the dynamics of all systems that affect nature. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas hypothesis into truth which is science and without freedom you can't really get to truth and without truth you make up fake problems and fake solutions which means you destroy our health and without health which is the infrastructure of us and our body you can't fight for freedom truth freedom health third concept is it has to be bottoms up working people people who work uniting and what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite that must be communist Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, Forget celebrities, you got to learn politics. And there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is the not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is the not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. We're building a bottoms up movement. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game, 
and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum where people can go to truthfreedomhelp.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom and health, and they can find it on truthfreedomhealth.com so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom health leader, I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com.